0: I'm gonna say this as straight as I possibly can. I am begging you, if you're a parent and you've got kids there, that this subject is just too upsetting for your young children. Please get them out of the room or change the station. We urge you to exercise parental discretion.
1: Hey, Uncle, how much you give me for this radio, huh? Now, this hot little low radio, man, is worth Plenty of rubles, man. It's got, it's got lots of juice. You got uh, shortwave, police call, boats. Late at night, man, you get you get out of space. Come on, come on, Uncle. Just make me an offer. Now, this is a $100 radio. Man. It's got a clear tone. Boy, that's,
2: that's clear as a mother's old belt. Let me see. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. You radio, you mother! Hey, Jim, what about TV? You like TV? What? A uh, new thing, Jim, television. Oh, pictures. Yeah. No, oh, no pictures. Why not? Everything these days is pictures. Pictures and a lot of noise. Nobody
0: even knows how to talk. Ah, <laughs> just grunted each other. Babies that were
3: sacrificed for Satan. I will probably have nightmares tonight about it. From the
0: nightmares to the running around the room when they disclose to the latching on to the crying and saying, Mommy, 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 don't go out, because if you go out, they're going to kill you. Threat, intimidation, fear. Now, if
2: you're going to stay cool, you got to whale. You've got to put something down. You've got to make some jive. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's all I'm saying. You're a fraud, Mom. Rejection of parental values. Unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic or witchcraft. Obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references. Rejection of friends. Preference for being alone. Meditation. Chanting. Use of new vocabulary. Is it the force of evil? Does it disrupt? Is it a
0: force for everything negative? There's two kind of laws, honey. One for the rich. And one for the poor.
4: He sees all and knows all. He's wise. He's kind. He is fair.
2: He loves truth and goodness. Listen, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. Hey, buddy.
1: This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are.
5: Hi, this is Chris T. in WFMU. The program is Aerial View. We'll be right back.
6: My life is pointed in one direction I see that now there never has been any
2: choice for me it's, it's a mystery it's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma it's, it's a mystery
5: know, friends, I, Chris T, was recently accused of having no belief system. Imagine that, me. Chris T with no belief system. But you don't have to take my word for it. I have proof What you're about to hear is an accidentally taped conversation between yours truly and a representative of the bank holding my auto loan. This was taped just this past Saturday when my answering machine kept running after I picked up this call. Now, those of you who have answering machines that will record two-way conversations I can understand why the fidelity is so bad, but I want to play this for you, nonetheless.
7: Are you calling me on a Saturday morning to tell me I'm two weeks late? Uh, about yeah, t- yeah, t- yes, yes, we are calling you to, to, to tell you that. Well... I can't, I can't believe it, okay?
5: So we're talking about $208. All right. Uh, well, I'll mail it out on
7: Friday. You'll have it the following Monday. Well, you've you told us about five times. You've broken your promise. I, you're counting f- broken promises now. Your bank, you're counting broken promises.
5: Yes, yes so This is right.
7: great. Yeah. Well, you know when people tell us that they're going to pay us by a certain <sighs> date and they don't pay us by that day, we do regard that as a promise that has been broken.
6: Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't even believe I got.
5: A car loan. I can't because I I can't stand banks. I, you know, being called at ten o'clock on a Saturday morning is really great, and I mean, I just I just don't even believe in banks. I, I and I can't believe you're calling me, and I I just don't believe in banks.
6: I well, frankly, sir, you know, with all due respect, uh, we're not really interested in what you believe. Okay, we're just interested in getting our payments. Okay,
5: great. Yeah, thanks. Okay, beautiful. I'll tell you what, I'll mail it. Friday, and you'll have it Monday uh, or Tuesday. You're, like, in the two-day area from here, and I, w- I will not break my promise. How's that? No more broken promises. Scouts
1: R. Well, that sounds good, and we'll know by Tuesday. Thank you. Great.
2: Uh-huh. Bye. Bye.
5: Okay, so there you heard it, the conversation, right? Now, I never thought it would be necessary to do this, but this man says he's not interested in what I believe. Not interested in what I believe. So then I had to think to myself, well, what do you believe? I mean, we all have belief systems, but what if someone asked you, what do you believe? Would you be able to answer? Let me ask this person who was just hung up on the phone, actually. We we had a person there. I was going to ask them what they believe. The number here, by the way, is 201-678-7743. What do I believe? I believe oil companies are corrupt. I believe the globe is warming. I believe wool hats give most people rash head. I believe the supermarket is never a pleasant place. I believe the more expensive the car, the worse the driver. believe there was someone on the phone. Two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three is the number here. I believe Hello, welcome to the air. Welcome. Hi, Chris. Hi.
1: Hi, it's Elder Scapegoat Ken. Hi, how are you? Good.
5: Ken, how are you? How's things?
1: That was really upsetting to hear that uh, conversation with the banker, because I've loaned you money many times, and um, you've always paid back eventually. I know. Well, you can tell him to call me, and I'll I'll relieve him of his fears. Uh,
5: And the fact that they're now counting broken promises... Which is such an intangible thing.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, I guess... Really, I have some really great news for us. Which is? It's a little off the topic, though. Um, it's about WFMU's FCC case.
5: Yeah? Yeah?
1: Yeah, the FCC actually said something today. What'd they say? They released 40 pages. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty good news.
5: Okay, So case. so this is breaking news on my program? Yeah. I'm so lucky. Okay, break it.
1: Well, for listeners who don't know about it, FMU has been involved in a uh, legal case for almost four years now that now involves about 14 radio stations, four of whom have been trying to use an error that's 30 years old as a reason for cutting WFMU's power in half. Well, um, today, the FCC finally issued a ruling on it, and... um, while the case is not done yet, they ruled in our favor with regard to two stations. They dismissed the complaints of WFUV and WNYE.
5: I am, I'm so happy. Yeah, me too. That that's, that's good news. That's good news not only for us, but for listeners.
1: Yep, and uh, the FCC said that, um, just as we've been saying all along, that the question of WFMU's service to the public is very important and uh, even though an error was made 30 years ago, the FCC is not in favor of cutting off um, FMU's listeners.
5: So does this, uh, I mean, is this two-thirds of the battle?
1: That's a lot of a battle. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really good news that WNYE's complaint was dismissed because they had the strongest argument of anybody. And um, this is not over yet, but what remains to be worked out now is simply between WFMU and uh, WSHU in Connecticut and um, WWNJ, which was formerly WKTW. And uh, what the FCC has said with regard to those two stations is that...
5: Wait a minute, can I have something here? I have a. Uh, uh, unbeknownst to you, they did send us something on tape. With their opinion of of uh, what to do in that situation, should take them all, line them up against the wall, slice them open, and spread their guts out on the Palisades Parkway.
1: It's an ugly picture, I know, but
4: oh, well, that
1: was that was Larry Eats, who's head of the Mass Media Bureau, right? Right. Yeah. I I, I surprised I surprised voice.
5: surprised you with that. Yeah. But a little bit of audio tape, fitting in with the news, so it's good news. It's really good news. Yeah, it's
1: really good news.
5: Does that mean uh, I should come by after the show and we'll have a beer?
1: Um. No, I think I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna go see Glen Gary, Glenn Ross. So I won't be here.
5: Uh, is this someone you went to school with?
1: No, you know the new David Mamet movie.
5: Oh, I was making a little bad joke.
1: Do you want to yeah. come by later?
5: Sure. Um. You know, David Mamet. The the. Did you see Homicide? Yeah. Was that a great movie or what? I thought the first
1: twenty minutes were great.
5: Oh, I thought the whole thing was great. I liked it.
1: Well, On... you're you're not a yid. Oh
5: so. well, yeah.
1: I don't so, know, I just I just couldn't I couldn't get into the idea of Joe Montaigne as a member of the JDL. It just didn't you know. I couldn't buy it.
5: Well, yeah, you know, he's he's Mamet's boy. But but we have some really good news, ladies and gentlemen. Ken Freeman breaking some really great news for WFMU and its listeners. It looks like uh, our legal battle uh, is drawing to a close. And mm-hmm. it, what would you say? I wouldn't that, say that. Would you say that it's uh, we're past we're over the hump?
1: Yeah, we're over some we're over some hump. I mean, what the FCC there's has, more humps to come. The FCC has really um, cleared they've cleared the matter up quite a bit. They've they've ruled in our favor with regard to WFUV and WNYE, and uh, they're giving us two months to work out the remaining differences with WSHU and WWNJ. And Can
5: we just uh, challenge them to some sort of jello wrestling match or something, uh, just to get it over with?
1: Well, in fact, that's one of the things that the FCC suggested we might want to do, but they only give us two months to do it. So.
5: But it would have to be Jello one two three. Right. Um. So 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 it is good news, and and for all you people out there listening, you have a reason to feel somewhat elated on this Friday afternoon, despite yeah. the fact it's, that
1: it's not over yet. It's not over, but it's very it's very positive. It's,
5: it's positive good news. It's and very is,
1: much it's very much in our favor.
5: After four years of bad news. Yeah. So I'm I'm just glad that there is some good news. And I
1: think um we've been vindicated on in many arguments that we've been making
5: that we provide pu- a public service to the people listening to the station and
1: and that we didn't that it wasn't an intentional error. Uh-huh. That it wasn't WFMU's fault. Uh-huh. Um that the error should not be corrected on the backs of the listening public. I mean Those are three things that we've been saying all along, and the FCC agrees with us.
5: Okay, so the sixty-four thousand dollars question is: uh, How does it look for our power? Does that mean it it will probably remain at the same level, or uh, is there still anything that's going to happen that may lower that?
1: It could. Something could lower it, Uh uh, because we still have to. Here's here's the situation: um, is that they've ruled in our favor with regard to FUV and NYE, and they've said that. There's a very small amount of overlap between our signal and WSHU and WWNJ, and we have to do one of two things to deal with that overlap. We have to either cut our power to eliminate the overlap, or we have to work out a situation with those two stations so that they can increase their power so that they can gain coverage area in an amount equal to the amount of the overlap. So we have Which to is one which of is a,
5: is how much.
1: It's very small. Mm-hmm. It's very small, with especially with regard to WWNJ, You're talking about like, you know, a square acre, you know, an acre of uh, <laughs> acres are always. Square. What if
5: a billionaire lived in that acre, though? <laughs> That's probably their argument. Okay, well we don't we don't want to get into that on the air. But anyway, thanks Ken for sharing that good news.
1: Sure, you can with, go back to us? belief systems now. Okay,
5: uh, that is the program today. So you could wait a half an hour and call back and enumerate your belief system.
1: And, right. uh Yeah, and when you stop by tonight, um, if you could give me that five bucks uh, that I lent you a couple of years ago, that would be good.
5: Sorry, but I b- broke up my promise to you as well. Oh. Uh, hang, wait, hang on. Maybe someone wants to talk to yeah. you. Hello. Welcome to
1: the air.
7: Hi. How's it going? Okay. I uh, had a comment to make on the opening topic as far as promises and banks and beliefs.
5: Okay. Uh, All right, Ken.
7: We'll see you later, Ken. Okay. Bye-bye.
5: Bye. Yes?
7: Okay. Uh, my question is... Um, not to get on the bank side of the argument or anything, but what exactly does beliefs, personal beliefs, have to do with doing business with the bank?
5: Well, that's what I don't understand. But it wasn't me that brought that into it. It was the guy from the bank. I mean, did, didn't you hear the tape?
7: Yeah. The way the impression I got from the tape was that, uh, you know, your argument was, "I don't believe in banks. I don't believe in banks."
5: And yeah. And 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 he said, "Well, frankly, we don't care what you're what what you believe in."
7: Well. Okay. Um, uh huh. His side of the argument, which I kind of see a little bit clearer, is that basically, if you agree to accept a loan from a bank and pay it back within a given amount of time with a certain payment rate, then
5: let me ask you something: How many monthly bills do you
7: do you have? How many monthly bills do I have? I yeah. have, uh, I would say five.
5: Five. Okay. Do you pay all of them on time? Now, be honest. Every uh, every every month, do you pay every one of those on time?
7: Uh, basically, I have been for the last six months. I didn't always. Okay. Okay.
5: I'm in a period right now right. where I've been two or three weeks late
0: right.
5: on my auto loan. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, I, thought, I, I found it kind of strange yes. that after 14 days that the bank would be calling me on a Saturday morning right. to uh, essentially wake me up and tell me I had broken my promises to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand I entered into a business relationship with them. I also understand that I've been paying them for two years without a problem. So after two years of a four-year loan, for these people to call me on a Saturday morning, I thought was kind of overstepping the boundaries of, you know, a business relationship. I wouldn't allow any other business partner to do that. Okay. So, I mean, I was woken up out of a sound sleep, and and basically to have this snotty guy sort of say, well, you've broken your promises to us in the past, so how do we know you're not going to break them again in the future? And... I know I, I know I shouldn't have brought my belief system in it, but the only thing that I could think of at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning was, well, I don't have to be anywhere, because I usually work on Saturdays. I had that Saturday off. Okay. Okay, I, I don't have to be anywhere. This guy just woke me up, and I don't even believe in banks in the first place, so why did I ever go for a car loan? What possessed me to do that?
2: You know? Right.
5: <laughs> so it came out on the phone. I mean, it wasn't like... It, it, was, it was almost as if I had gone from a dream state into talking to a bank official, which is a real a, abrupt sort of transition to have to make. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, one, one minute you're dreaming, next you're talking to some jerk from a bank who's, a, you know, who and, – and that's why it came out. I, I, I agree with you completely. It was the wrong place to bring up a belief system. Mm-hmm. You don't talk about those things with bank officials. But this led me to thinking, what if somebody asked you, what do you believe in? I mean, what would you, what would you answer?
7: What do I believe in? Yeah. That's kind of a general question myself. I was just kind of like thinking about it as relating to doing business with a bank. Okay. My, you know, my... I,
5: I understand, but I'm asking you now. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm okay. saying if someone asked you, what do you believe in?
7: What do I believe in? Uh, I'll be honest with you, that is a very general question, and... It's, it's really
5: not, because, I mean there are there, there is such a thing as a belief system a belief system is what guides your life okay, okay. now if you believe it's wrong to xyz you know you know that right. and you don't do that now is that something you just know or is it something you could say to somebody could you say to somebody i don't believe in what now's your now's your chance
7: i don't believe in Jesus, I don't know. It's not a. Uh, that's not so, something that I generally discuss with myself. That's something that I, you know, that's something that I have inside me, and I find out what I believe in when the situation comes up. Okay. Well, see, that's my whole premise. The whole premise of this show
5: is do you have a belief system, and most of us do, and if it is, what is it? If someone had to ask you. Right. Okay, so, I mean, you have some time to think about it.
7: Okay. All right. Well, that, that in a nutshell is my system.
5: Okay, thanks. Okay. It's a, it's, it's, it works for you. Okay, welcome to the air.
7: Chris that guy in the bank was wrong.
5: Uh-huh. He
7: should be
1: he should be concerned about your beliefs. In fact, the idea of everybody in this country believing in banks, believing in the dollar is important. He should be happy and say, "Oh, he doesn't believe in me. I have to change my system to make him borrow from me."
5: You know, he could have said and 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 you know, I don't blame the bank. Maybe right. it was just this one guy, but he could have said, "Look, I'm sorry to be uh, calling you on a Saturday morning about this, but do you realize that your car loan is 15 days past due. You right. You know, and I would have said, oh, gee whiz, you know, I've had a, uh, it's been a really rough couple of weeks and I didn't pay you guys, but I will get it to you. Don't worry about it. I will have it to you. But when, when he looked at his computer screen and he said to me, you have five broken promises. <laughs> and right? there, I bet. I was thinking, I don't believe that there is a, a, a category in any computer system anywhere that reads broken promise. That's just so amazing to me. That is. That, that I wanted to share that with you, the listeners. That anyway. was a
1: wonderful, uh, wonderful recording. But okay. That's typical for any sort of a credit, you know, organization.
5: Yeah, we're gonna have to. Pl- I think we're gonna have to play that again later for people who missed it. But it's, um. It's excellent. Okay, thanks for calling.
1: Okay, by the way, Chris, I no. believe in mortgage-backed securities.
5: Now, what is that?
1: Anything, <laughs> any any sort of a financial instrument that you can get with a mortgage so you so that you can't lose.
5: Oh okay. More, and I like it. Okay.
1: I thanks. also believe in the futures market. Remember that. This, Thank this
5: you. is this is turning into the Bill Mazer show. Okay, it's Thanks, thanks. bye bye bye. Wow, financial advice on this program for the first time and last time. Hello, welcome to the air.
8: Hello Chris. Hi. Hi. I just want to say I really took umbrage to something you said earlier. Okay. You said that supermarkets are never a nice place.
5: I, I... said I said I, I believe the supermarket is never a pleasant place.
8: I think supermarkets are almost always a pleasant place. Why? Because they're a place you can go, everyone has the same goal. You know, we're all just trying to buy food. Why sure there's some tension sometimes and, and, and some, some ill feelings and stuff like that, but basically I've always experienced supermarkets in a very pleasant manner.
5: I don't know, what supermarket do you shop at? Maybe I'm going to the wrong supermarket.
8: I go to the Pathmark.
5: Okay, where?
8: Uh, in Weehawken.
5: So the Pathmark and in is a pleasant place, is what you're saying? I
8: would have to say yes, but I don't even. I would really even generalize and say that most supermarkets are nice places to be. I guess you want me to be more specific. I,
5: I don't know. I just, I just never see it that way. It really? just never. I mean, and that's my belief system. That's part of my belief system. I believe the supermarket is is never a pleasant place.
8: Well, I respect that. I think that's okay.
5: And and you've just expressed part of your belief system, a small part. Do you mm-hmm. care to, you know? List any more beliefs that you have held or
8: currently hold? Um, I believe that the universe is a place of, of increasing orders of operation. or uh, uh, Operations of increasing order. Sorry about that.
5: Operations of increasing order.
8: Yes. I think that despite appearances, um, sometimes your five senses will give you the information that the world is decaying or that things are changing in a, in a perhaps downward spiral. But I tend to believe that things are getting actually more organized. Uh-huh. Yes.
5: Now, what, what would be the point of this further organization?
8: Um, I think it's, it's evolution, actually. I think the whole point of evolution is, is operations of increasing order. I think that's why people have the, the need to clean their rooms. And when they don't clean their room, they feel bad, even if they don't admit it. Hmm. See, I think the human species is drawn towards order. And I think there's a reason for that. I think nature is not capricious. Um,
5: Yeah, but, I mean, chaos is such a large part of nature. How could you say that?
8: Well, you see, our small human minds see it as chaos, but if you kind of zoom back, there's, there's an order to the chaos.
5: Well, how else can we see it but from the viewpoint of our small human minds, which is what nature gave us to see it with? Right, but also. If nature intended us to give it, you know, to look at it any other way, maybe they would have given us something else to view it with. Well, it did.
8: Nature gave us that little kernel of awe that allows us to step back and say, gosh. Wow, maybe. what chaos. <laughs> yeah, cool. Or, or to say, wow, maybe I really don't understand it all, but it's kind of. To neat see to look the at.
5: order in the chaos?
8: Well, to, to, to perhaps entertain the idea that there's order in the chaos and, and to maybe not see it, but to strive to see it. Or to ah. relax a little bit and say, well, maybe there's chaos, but it's not that bad. Mm. And then go shopping.
5: And be in the supermarket. That's right. Uh, bringing us right back home. What an orderly way <laughs> to bring us right back to the... Okay, well, you know, thanks for thanks for that.
8: Hey, and no problem.
5: That was very swell.
8: Okay. Okay, the number
5: here is 201-678-7743. Hello, welcome to the air. Chris. Yes. I have a list. want to hear it? Sure.
4: Okay, I believe in Zimmerman. I believe in cellular phones. I believe Route 22 is America's most dangerous highway. I believe more people think about our actual relations with animals than they let on. I believe that short Italian men make better actors than tall, thin, waspy guys. I believe New York City is a cesspool. And I believe in WFMU and the Howard Stern Morning Show. Howard Stern Morning Show.
5: Thank you.
1: All
5: right. Hello, welcome to the air.
1: Is this style Q for quibble?
5: Uh, it's, it is
1: today. I, I just think your logic is kind of out of line. With what? Well, t- going, going back to this uh, missing your payments and all that, i mean you you already agreed to a certain understanding with the bank and all this and that you know all that stuff is pretty black and white as far as we can see and now you're just using it to, to make a raging quibble over it that uh, you even admitted that you had broken your promises
6: uh-huh mean so what is the
1: point I, i'm not
5: a man's word is as good as his bond the point w- is Hey, there's there's that there's that Lucky Strike cough again. <laughs> LSMFT. Yeah. I'm ex-
2: driving through Bayo.
5: <laughs> Excellent. No, 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 come on. You're smoking on filters. Don't tell me about driving through Bayo. I used to smoke
7: non-filter huh? oh, no. you now.
5: What are you smoking Do you now, m- Chief? Smoke
7: Lucky Strike.
5: N- what are you smoking now? O.P.'s. O.P.'s?
1: Other peoples.
5: Other peoples. Very very funny. Okay, so you got lots of lung. Anyway. You got lots of lung butter today. I bet, huh? Oh,
1: yeah, I've okay, got, I've got some margarine for you.
5: Thank
7: you. Well, listen, just think about it next time.
5: I will. I mean... You syphilitic so dog. Hello, welcome to the air.
7: Yeah, going back to this bank guy, um, I let us not assume that this is a human being.
5: I don't want to talk about the bank guy. Two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. i got to finish enumerating my beliefs. I believe TV is no way to spend an evening... I believe advertising is the rattling of a stick in a bucket of swill. I believe in waterproof everything. I believe in American ingenuity. I believe we'd do anything for a buck. I believe in a poker game at least once a month. Just some more of my beliefs. We have a phone call here. Hello, welcome to the air.
6: Chris. Yeah. Um, you have you can get two lines in there? Oh, yeah. Can I talk to that girl? I mean, they, can she call back and we can talk to each other? Because I'd really like to discuss the universe. Which girl? The girl who's discussing the universe. Well, wow,
5: it's up to her if she wants to call back. Well, why, why does she want to discuss the universe
6: with you? I don't know why she wants to. Uh-huh. Anyway, because I, I was just about to call up with my theory. Um, Which is? Um, well, the universe doesn't give a crap. It's totally um, indifferent. I mean, uh, she seems to think that there's a, a positive evolution, and it sounds like uh, she might believe that there's an intelligence which is trying to, trying to make it you know, more orderly and evolve, and I don't believe. Well, wait a I'm,
5: minute. If you're going to do this, let's do this right. I'll, okay. I want you to start by saying, I believe.
6: I believe that everything is by chance.
5: Okay, um, you're not doing it right, though.
6: You have to do the echo.
5: Yeah, you have to do it. You have to do it like. Uh,
6: I believe.
5: Wait a minute. Like this. Uh, <laughs> let me think of something. I believe Joe Namath is the role model all quarterbacks should aspire to. <laughs> okay, so now you try it, but with one of your own beliefs.
6: Am I going to get an echo? Yeah, I. Believe. Oh, that's good. Okay. I believe that a woman should be put up on a pedestal so high that you can see up her dress.
5: Well, that's one of Steve Martin's beliefs. Yeah, I know. That's that's not yours. It's hard to
6: even mine. mine are much more long and elaborate. It's not like I can just. If I had a list, it would be nice. If I was prepared, (sighs) you should have told us last Uh, week.
5: I I I, I would have. But
6: you know. Anyway, well, my main point was going to be. I think I I, think that the. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The universe uh, goes on infinitely, and there are so many. Uh... Wait,
5: maybe this is the girl now. Hello. Hello.
6: Hello, Chris. Yeah. Hello. yeah, it's Courtney here. Hi. Hang on a
5: minute, Courtney. We still have another call on the on the line. The old codger's on the line with us. But Who's
6: um back Old The the old codger. Is that a different uh, incarnation of Mr. Chin? No, 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 no. It's the old Mr. Codger. Who? Mr. Chin. I thought maybe it was a different... Um... No, no. So anyway, so let's talk to the old codger.
5: Hello,
9: Chris. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I believe. I believe, number one, that you're a deadbeat. I heard what you said about that bank. I believe you're a deadbeat. for not paying back the money that that bank was nice enough to lend you. Of course, that bank happened to be Red Butler's bank, my, my old buddy, Red Butler. He lent you the money.
5: At ridiculous rates.
9: Well, you know, he's doing you a favor. He lent you the money so you can have that old jalopy of yours that you don't even take care of. And you wouldn't pay him back his money.
5: Uh, well so
9: I believe you are a deadbeat, Chris. I also believe you are a terribly cynical person.
5: Uh, but so am I. <laughs> but you know something, Kaj. I've been paying back that money for two years now. So you mean to tell me that after 14 days, after two years of, of paying on time, that 14 days is a big deal?
9: Red Butler runs a tight ship, let me tell you. He's a a very astute business person.
5: Maybe he should be leading the country, eh?
9: Well, as a matter of fact, he's going to be launching his political campaign. He thinks that this Ross Perot is nothing but a big bozo.
5: I Can you believe this Ross Perot? No, I don't believe in Ross Perot. He's not part of my belief system at all.
9: I'll tell you what I believe. I believe the 78-IBM record will be coming back. It will make... A return, a triumphant return, over all the other formats that they Say, are supposedly better for uh, for you know preserving the great musical heritage.
5: So you, think, uh, you records, think you I think even that. CDs will supplant CDs? You think
9: CDs are the Ross Perot of the music business?
5: Right, to I make agree. The passing fancy. Well. It's the, it's, it's the new, it's the, you know, it's the it's the bells and whistles of the CD player. The 78 had what a crank. That was about it. You bet. And it was fairly simple. A child could operate a 78 player.
9: I'll tell you who I'm voting for this. I'm listening to you, don't worry. But you've got me all riled up now.
5: Who are you voting for? For the
9: best candidate of all. Who's that? Calvin Coolidge. That's right, Calvin Coolidge. Best president we ever had. You're probably too young to remember him. I am. You know what Calvin Coolidge did when he was president? What? Nothing. He did absolutely nothing. He slept 11 hours a day. That's what we need a president who will sleep more.
5: I, th- I thought Ronald Reagan was aspiring to that.
9: As a matter of fact, I quite admire that, that young man, Ronald Reagan. He's just a young whippersnapper. He's not Cal Coolidge, of course, but I think he had the right idea. Leave us alone. Let us figure it out for ourselves. We don't well, need a paternalistic federal government on our back. Kyle Coolidge believed that, let me tell you. But, you know, in 1928, he decided not to run again.
5: Too why, bad. Why was that? It Was interrupting one of his sleep patterns?
9: I have no idea. He probably okay. was just too lazy. That's what we need, a lazy president.
5: Well, thanks, I'm Courtney. I'm
9: tired of presidents who to work too hard.
5: Thanks, Courtney. He could play golf more. And, and thanks for calling us up with some of your beliefs. Which... You're a deadbeat. I'm a deadbeat? Give Red uh, back his money. Thanks, thanks, thanks,
6: Kaj. Hello, welcome to the air.
9: If you are afraid, your fear cannot be so total. Read-
6: Hello, welcome to the air. I believe it's very important that I speak to that woman about supermarkets in the universe. You got it. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, I'd like to tell you my beliefs. Sure. I believe that if people spent less time trying to blame their environment for what is wrong with them
1: and spent more time trying to be better people, that this whole world would be a better place in which
5: to live. Well, thank you. That's basically it. Okay, I, I agree. By the way, did you, did you mail your check? Yes, mailed it, it today. The other thing I believe, by the way, is that a lot of Wait people, a minute, you oh, have to say, I believe. Excuse me,
1: I believe that people who think that these large corporations can absorb a couple hundred here and a couple hundred there don't understand the ramifications of their actions, their collective actions, and oftentimes it leads to uh,
5: financial peril okay. to these institutions, although we shouldn't have called you on Saturday. That's right. I believe you should not have called you on Saturday.
6: I agree. Thanks, Thanks for me. calling.
5: Thanks. Hello, welcome to the air.
6: I believe you've broken your promise about hanging up on callers.
5: When did I promise that? Oh, come on! Do <laughs> <I, laughs>
6: you remember that? That was it like four months ago. Did I? You said I will never hang up on a caller again.
5: Well, bring me taped evidence of that.
6: <laughs> you, 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 you can't be serious that you don't remember that. You don't uh, do that many drugs. Uh, you know, You're uh, squirming! Uh, you're breaking a promise! It's in my uh, computer!
2: Uh,
6: uh, 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 Listen, uh, uh, just have a.
2: a... We we'll interrupt this program for
4: an important announcement to listeners near Hillside and Colton. All citizens are warned to be on the lookout for the monster killer who is believed to be in this vicinity. This maniac has left the trail of three inhuman murders and is believed heading upstate. We return you now to your program.
5: Okay, I believe. I believe violence and stupidity are a bad combination. I believe that men have foisted an ideal of feminine beauty which is impossible to achieve. I believe freedom of speech has no boundaries. I believe that ideas
0: in and of themselves are not and could never be dangerous. I believe obscenity can be an art form.
5: I believe the phone number here is 201-678-7743.
0: I believe no matter what the color of your room, the ceiling should be white.
5: I believe. Welcome to the air.
10: Hi. Am I Hi. on? Yes. I believe... Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. I believe that when in doubt, take a warm bath and burn some sage incense.
5: Cool, thanks. Bye. Bye. Whew. Okay, let's go back to my belief system. We have 17 minutes left. On WFMU Upsala College East Orange, you're listening to Aerial View. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello, uh, Chris? Yes. A little echo, please? Sure.
4: I believe that when you're down south, the southern part of the United States, and having a conversation with a gentleman, no matter what his station in life, like a real high class banker or whatever, He'll interrupt his conversation to say, Well, damn, look at that pickup truck. I've seen it happen. Believe it or not.
5: Cool. Okay.
4: Alright. Thanks. I, you know, let me I got know one other belief that okay. I noticed. I also believe that when guys are having a <clears throat> argument and when the person the first guy who uses the term it's the principal of the thing,
7: he's usually
4: the guy. It's a little short. Whether it be money or logic or whatever It's the principle of the thing I say That's the guy who's usually a little shortcake You know what I'm saying?
5: I think I do Okay Thanks for for calling Okay Hello, welcome to the air I believe Wait a minute, wait a minute I believe Go, Go ahead, do it now
10: I believe in good lesbian erotica.
5: Well, who writes good lesbian erotica? You have to, I've only read bad lesbian erotica. I don't know. Okay, Um, where were we? Let's see. Oh, by the way, the phone number again. Here is 201-678-7743. Hello, welcome to the air.
10: I'll tell you who writes good lesbian erotica, (laughs) (laughs) Karen Barber.
5: What has she written? Name a book.
10: Bushfire. Do you want me to read you something out of it?
5: Well as long as it's not dirty.
10: Well of course. It's erotica. It's going to be very suggestive and provocative.
5: We can't do that on the radio. You gotta turn your radio down in the background anyway.
10: Hold on. Okay. Alright. And how about lesbian bedtime stories? And how about all of the producers? Women producers. Donna Deutsch and all of those babes. That's now, good stuff. Instead of this commercial junk that men are putting out. What do you mean? hats.
5: What what commercial junk? You mean erotica?
10: <clears throat> yeah. All of this men's erotica is awful it's violent it's full of violence and and destruction it's geared of i mean it's humans. awful cuz
5: it's geared towards men it's not geared well, towards women are saying
10: that men are violent I believe that everyone should love everyone I love that voice I feel like the the that the wizard and wizard of Oz Well here
5: you could do it again hang on
10: I believe Dorothy that you should be in a lesbian erotica movie
5: <laughs> wow, that was really interesting.
10: Thank you okay, so much. So
5: I, so I take it you're a lesbian.
10: But of course.
5: Okay. Now, you you must know of places where you could find lesbian erotica. Yes. Okay. So are you saying there isn't enough of it?
10: No, I'm saying that I'm glad that women are coming out and and uh being doing their artwork and their and writing and producing movies and just being seen and heard.
5: Okay, but I mean if they do alone. that, if they if they do that, yeah, without coming out of the closet as well, do you feel that it's having any kind of positive impact for the gay and lesbian community?
10: Mm. I, I mean, yeah, I do. I think that I think that people put too much emphasis on outing people. Or well, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish. You well, keep interrupting me like the guy at the bank, man.
5: I, I, <laughs> it's, but it's my show. It's,
10: well, that's I get cool. To, hey, I, are, you, are you the guy that works at Tower Records?
5: No, I don't work at Tower Records. Okay. I've never worked at Tower Records. I don't shop at Tower Records.
10: Where do you shop?
5: Never mind, work there. I mean, for records, where do I shop? Yeah. I. Let me see. You
10: probably belong to the Columbia Penny Record. That's right, yes. Yeah. I have
5: the 8-tracks come right to my door. Cool. Um, but anyway, I'm... what I was saying is, you, you're saying you don't believe that people should put an emphasis on, on outing?
10: No, let's, let's get back on the first subject. Okay. You asked me, did I think that there were enough that if they should come out as gay and lesbian well I think that within the gay and lesbian community it is known that these people are gay and lesbian otherwise they wouldn't be producing such
5: well that does art. a lot of good I mean it does a lot of good for the gay and lesbian community why right. I mean,
10: they know we know who we are uh-huh. and and I what think, good does
5: that do when you're being chased down the street by a you know a bunch of kids who want to beat the hell out of you
10: what do you mean I mean, maybe
5: if they saw more positive examples or maybe if they saw more examples, period, of what lesbians in their life, you know, maybe they wouldn't be so willing or maybe they wouldn't be so able or ready to chase people down the street. Does that make any kind of sense? I mean, I thought the whole idea behind outing was to sort of say, okay, well, we're here and we're queer, right, and get get used to it.
10: No, no, no. Definition of outing in my book and and from – in in the gay and lesbian community are people who are gay and lesbian and they and uh, there's other gay and lesbians just out them without uh, their permission. I mean these people are just going about their business and people saying, Oh, well this one's a lesbian, this one's a lesbian it's nobody's business.
5: Well that's I mean it's
10: the- not of their consent to to um, to say what, what they are or aren't
5: but don't you feel mm. that if there were more people who in the public eye mm. who uh w- admitted to their chosen sexuality it would make a lot of other people co- more comfortable with the idea of, hey, there's somebody I look up to and respect who ha- also happens to be gay.
10: I, You know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of homophobia around, and that's ver- it's very powerful. Because we always
5: think of them as the other. We think of them yeah, as... as it,
10: it, you know, that's really true, and the thing that gets me is what's the difference of what anybody's sexuality is or color. But, you know, I don't think it's going to change because it's this has been... See, I,
5: this is an, this an, an oxymoronic been, discussion because you say, what's the difference... Of what anybody's sexuality or color is but it's the gay community who specifically wants us to know that they're gay this who specifically is... you know who specifically bans for that reason to let us know that they're different that they're not heterosexuals mm. and to accept them as they are and so on so of course there's something to it of course you, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying
10: yes I do understand what you're saying and I think you're gonna find that in any um, oppressed group of people um to stand out and say here we are we're out we're loud we're proud uh-huh and it's society that has that has pushed people down not to be who they are to be ashamed of it and that you can't you can't do any other function well then
5: i have to i think it's time for me to uh, to to state one of my beliefs if you'll entertain me for a minute okay i believe diversity makes this country stronger what do you think?
10: And I believe I agree with you.
5: Okay, so we we have something we both believe in. Yeah. incredible. Yeah. Including in- inc- good lesbian erotica. Because oh, yeah. I be- I believe in it too, but I've yet to read it.
10: Ah, well So
5: I mean you you've just you've May come-
10: I may I may I offer a um, a book to you. There is a wonderful um, writer who I can't believe I forgot to mention, Rita Mae Brown, and there's a wonderful book called The Ruby Fruit Jungle. So okay. For any lesbian who is listening, this is like the, the, the book of...
5: What about, how do you feel about The Well of Loneliness, the love that dare not speak its name? What, what about that one? You you just I'm, went completely. You just went completely silent.
10: I'm speechless. Why? I'm speechless. Well, number one, we just we went through a whole host of of different topics, and and just uh, I feel beaten up.
5: What? what do you, why do you feel beaten up?
10: I, I feel beaten up because I have there's nothing to say about this society that uh, benefits gays and lesbians. And it's unfortunate. And every minority goes through it, and we're a minority. I just
5: asked you how you felt about a specific book, though.
10: I guess I feel fine about it. Oh, okay. And, and I, did you
5: like it? Did you hate it?
10: The thing that the thing that I don't like is that we're weaving in and out of so many different topics.
5: But that's what the show's all about. It's only an hour. I have to weave. <laughs> oh, what do <are> you? <laughs> I mean, you know, I I have no choice because the show's determined by the listeners. It's a ter- you know I. I can only suggest things, and then it's determined by people who call. I mean, you know. So, uh, but anyway, thanks, thanks for calling.
10: Yeah, and, and people should really take the time to let diversity uh, give diversity a chance. I and, say hug a, lesb-
5: and, I say hug a lesbian.
10: Oh, uh, pick me, Monty.
5: Okay, so there you go. It should be bumper pick, stickers.
10: Pick me, pick me, Monty, and also I. You know, I believe that the universe...
5: Wait a universe minute, you want, do you want the echo? Yes. Okay.
10: I believe that whatever you give into the universe, the universe will give back to you. So if you love yourself and you love everyone else, the universe will love you.
5: Cool, thank you. Peace. Uh, hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Yes.
2: Um, I have a belief. Yes. Give me my echo. Okay. I believe that the last caller
7: was doing some sort of toxin to alter her train of thought.
5: Yeah, she had a sudden shift there. Yeah, man. She went.
7: Uh, maybe the lithium, the lithium didn't kick in today, or she forgot the Prozac, or whatever. You know.
5: Mm, I I wouldn't go that far. Well, what do you know about lithium or Prozac, anyway?
1: Well, you have a point there. I'm not I'm not a physician, nor do I play one on TV.
5: Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. Hello, welcome to the air.
1: I believe that there must
4: be one town in the Midwest somewhere from which comes every manager of every fast food restaurant in the country.
5: I never got that impression at all. You think so? Yeah,
4: absolutely. They all come from the same chromosome set. You ever check them out?
5: No. I've no. never I, I've never had to request the manager of a fast food operation. I know no-
4: yeah, you see them standing there. They all have they're always,
5: they're always skulking in the background where they should be.
4: Look at them carefully. They're all related.
5: Wow. Believe it's a conspiracy. Me. I'm telling you. It's okay. the truth. Okay. Thank Th- you. Thanks for calling. Hello. Welcome to the air. I believe that
10: that last caller that thought I was on Prozac is on Prozac himself.
5: Boy, more misinformation flying back and forth about drugs today than... Has happened in a long time in this program. Hello, welcome to the air.
6: I believe Prozac has nothing to do with me. I don't know. So many things are going through my head. You need another hour. That's what I believe. What do you think? Uh, well, it's it's you know it, it, it may well be. Well, that guy just dropped out. We need to take one of his hours.
5: I will. I will now do Gerard's show and my show. <laughs> and soon I will do Fridays the whole day. No. Uh. What? What are you? What is? What is? What is it you call to express belief in?
6: I don't know. I guess it was triggered by hug a lesbian. I want to know what that meant.
5: It means just, you know, just show your show your appreciation for others in our society, people who are not yourself.
6: I'd like to send out a, a big hug for everybody.
5: You just want to hug everybody.
6: Well, I'm sending it out. It's okay. sort of a psychological hug. I All
5: know. right. All right. Thanks. See ya. Bye-bye. Okay, time for another belief. I believe we in this country give
0: professional sports a place in the society far above the station it deserves i believe if it weren't for pro sports automobiles hunting and women Men would have nothing to speak to each other about.
5: We have another call here. 201-678-7743 is the phone number. Hello, welcome to the air.
3: Hello. I also believe that you should have an extra hour on right, your thank show. You. Thank you. I believe that if I continue to live in the state of New Jersey, I will die an early death.
5: I agree with that statement.
3: And...
5: You want to know what we came across? We were—I was driving around uh, Hoboken Sunday uh, <laughs> with a couple of, uh, couple of. Hey, would you tell that guy to shut up? <laughs> with a couple of bandmates looking for a place to rehearse, right? So we're, we were looking for industrial property, and uh, we were down. Please tell him to be quiet. <laughs> we were down. We were down in the nether reaches of Hoboken, right? Yeah. And. We came across this place that had these huge ethanol tanks. You know, like ethanol is highly explosive, right? And right next door was an infectious waste compound. Oh, no. And I was thinking <laughs> they were literally, literally across the street from each other. Wait a minute. That leads me to another one of my beliefs. Hang on. I believe
0: ethanol should never be stored
3: anywhere near infectious waste. You could take a postcard of that and um, mail it to just about anybody in the U.S.
5: Yeah, def- um, most definitely. So, also, also.
3: I believe that watching TV is truly a waste of time.
5: That was one of my in beliefs. An
3: incredible waste. Just an incredible waste of creative energy. I say I it had drains listed, the very soul.
5: I had listed here as one of my beliefs that um, spending watching TV is no way to spend an evening. Not at that all. That was one of my beliefs. You're you're I, ap- he- I, I
3: heard you and and it it rang true. Okay. In my heart.
5: Well, I believe the show's coming to an end.
3: Unfortunately. Okay,
5: thanks for calling. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the
1: air. W-
5: Yeah, you're listening to WFMU, Upsal Star Inge 91.1. And uh, this is Christy. You've been listening to Aerial View. Fabio is here next, and uh, we'll be with you um, for the next, what, two and a half hours? I always forget. Anyway, tune in for Fabio coming up next. And we'll be back again next week when our topic will be
2: Christ that compels you, the power of Christ. That the power of Christ compels you. 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 The the power of Christ compels you. The The power of Christ compels you. 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 The power of Christ. The power of Christ compels you. 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 The power of Christ compels you! 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 The power of Christ! The power of Christ compels you! 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 That the power of Christ compels you! That the power of Christ compels you! 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 the power of Christ compels you!